Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, July 20th, and I hope you're having a good day. We welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast on this Wednesday, and uh, we welcome those of you who are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM, those that are on our radio app, those on our podcast, we welcome you, and then those that are watching us today on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, we welcome you today and we're always glad to have you with us. We're looking forward to a great service tonight. Uh, Brother Dan will be preaching tonight. I hope you plan to be here for that. And uh, of course, Brother Nathan and uh, the teens, they are in Colonial Heights. Hope you'll be in prayer for them as they are at the youth conference. And then I'm gonna be preaching at a church in Virginia. Uh, it's a pastor who has been asking me to come for quite a while. We've not been able to work out a date and he called me a while back and I said, well, I'd be happy to come. And I miss being here, but we will pick up our, our revelation series next week and I encourage you to uh, keep that in mind but don't miss tonight and hope you be in prayer for brother Dan and hope you be in your place it's uh, it's hard to believe this summer is going by so quickly uh, we've got a couple weeks left and then we'll be back into master clubs and of course the school year will be starting but uh, we are thankful for the great great summer God has given us uh, happy anniversary today to Daryl and Liz Dunlow. And I hope you folks have a great day and uh, we thank the Lord for you. Let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our um, school, pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for one another, a lot of folks with sickness, a lot of folks with uh, surgeries and recoveries and all of those things. And let's lift up one another in prayer uh, every day. But I hope that this uh, daily broadcast is a reminder for us to pray for one another. You know, when God lays somebody on your heart, that'd be a good time to send them a text message, uh, make a phone call, jot a note, put it in the mail, uh, but to encourage one another. Brother Gibson was talking about that on Sunday, and uh, we, we often quote, and I think we should quote Hebrews 10, 25, uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. It goes on to say, but exhorting one another, encouraging one another. In the verse before that, it says, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. We ought to help each other. We ought to encourage each other. And uh, I hope we'll do that. That's what the church is all about, encouraging uh, one another. Well, here's a great song. Hope you'll enjoy this song uh, by the Calvary Quartet. Yes, I'll live in glory. And uh, I, that's true in my life. I know I'm going to live in glory because I've trusted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I hope you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. And we will be in the book of Psalms, of course, but Psalm 106 right after this song. I'd like to stay here longer than man's allotted days And watch the fleeting changes of life's uneven ways But if my Savior calls me to that sweet home on Story of the story. 
faith I look away To yonder homes of Pernod And of endless day I'll cling to him forever And look beyond the sky And spend the endless ages In glory by and by Oh yes, I'll live in glory For that, Psalm 106, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can show forth all his praise? Blessed are they that keep judgment, and he that doeth righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. O visit me with thy salvation that I may see the good of thy chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of thy nation, that I may glory with thine inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, verse 8, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make his mighty power to be known. Aren't you glad you're saved? Hallelujah. And I'm glad he saved us and uh, I'm glad he has the power to save. And we'll continue uh, here today in the next few days in this psalm. But I want to draw your attention to uh, a few thoughts. Number one, I want you to remember and I want you to see the word saved. Verse eight, nevertheless, he saved them. Verse 10, and he saved them from the hand of him that hated them and redeemed them from the hand of of the enemy. Several years ago, we in our uh, kids' crusade, uh, I took several nights, and of course, we talked about being saved. And I used an illustration, um, and I used this story. And we even had some folks come in um, that were a part of, of of water rescue when somebody uh, you know is lost in a lake, or there's some kind of a drowning, or something like that, or even a car accident where a car goes over a bridge and somebody's trapped. And we had those. Uh, folks come in. They did such a good job in that demonstration. But here's the story I told that happened. This true story. It happened several years ago. There were some boys um, that were a, a part of a, a ball team and um, it was a soccer team. And after soccer practice one day in Thailand, they went to a place where they went exploring in a, a cave. When I say a cave, I'm not talking about, you know, you know, from here to the end of the room. I'm talking about a, a complex uh, of caves and trails. And they went exploring uh, in those caves. Uh, it was uh, in the summer, several years ago. And after they were in the cave, it began to rain. 
And that rain continued and it literally flooded the entire cave. And these boys were trapped in this cave. Uh, they immediately, they, they figured out where the boys were and they immediately sent rescue workers and people were familiar with this cave system. Uh, it's an interesting story. If you get a chance to look it up and see some of the pictures and diagrams uh, we're talking about, this was just a massive, massive cave system and it was a massive operation to try to save these boys. It took 10 days to find these boys. When the rescuers found them, these boys were two and a half miles in this cave. Um, there was about a mile and a half of the path that was underwater, literally. And we're talking about muddy water you could hardly see through. Uh, in some spots, the water was as deep as 15 feet deep. These boys had made it to a ledge where there was an air pocket in the cave so they had air to breathe. Of course, they were in total darkness. It took about 100 divers from around the world in this operation. By July 10th, so it was about 17 days total from the start to the finish, by July 10th, the entire group of these boys on this soccer team had been rescued. It's a miracle. Um, they had been trapped. They didn't have food. They, of course, they had the, the water from the rain to drink, but it was an awful, awful thing, but a miracle. These boys were saved. Uh, it was so sad. There was one of the, uh, the Navy SEALs from Thailand uh, who uh, was killed in the rescue operation. He just, he ran out of oxygen and he was a very experienced diver. He was a very, uh, very re remarkable man. And it was just, a, it was such a tragedy that he lost his life, but he died uh, helping to rescue these boys who were trapped and these boys who had no hope. I, I, I wanna make a few comparisons. Of course, we're talking about being saved and we're talking about being saved from sin and saved from hell and saved from death and saved from uh, e eternal damnation, all of those things. But there's some interesting comparisons here. These boys who were trapped, they needed somebody to save them. Uh, they didn't know the way out. Even if they had known the way out, they didn't have the proper gear to be able to, to swim underwater and swim through the muddy water and to know which way to go. They could not rescue themselves. They could not get out by themselves. Now, I cannot imagine how terrified those boys must have been to be in just that, that complete darkness uh, for those days before the rescue workers ever even located them. Uh, they didn't know if they would ever get out. They didn't know if anybody would ever find them. They didn't know if anybody even knew where they were. I wonder what that was like. I'm sure it was very lonely. Can you imagine what it would have been like to be separated from family and friends? It was very cold down in that cave. It was dark. It was dirty. Uh, no one knew on the outside. No one knew for sure if the boys were even alive. No one knew exactly where they were. They, they had had diagrams and people that had some experience in those caves, but everything was, was very uncertain. These boys had a limited amount of time before it would be too late, uh, before they would have no food, before they would even run out of oxygen. They were in a very, very bad situation. Now, are, are you starting to kind of get the, 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 the mental picture here and the comparison is that's how we were. Uh, we were lost in our sin. We couldn't save ourselves. There was no, no way out for us. There was nothing we could do to save ourselves. But aren't you glad that somebody was willing to save us and somebody came to save us and his name was Jesus. He came to where we were uh, when we could not go to where he was. 
Can you imagine this story? And of course, it had a happy ending. But can you imagine if the rescuers who had risked their lives to find these boys, could you imagine if they arrived, they found the boys, and the boys said, you know, thanks so much, but we don't really want to be rescued. We don't really want to be, no, you know, appreciate your effort, but thanks, but no thanks. How foolish that would be. And by the way, how foolish it is for somebody to have the gift of salvation offered to them and to refuse it. How foolish for somebody to see and to know the love of Christ on Calvary and to say, no thanks, I don't need Jesus, I'm going to get to heaven on my own. By the way, that's impossible. You can't get to heaven on your own. The Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. He's the only way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You see, these boys needed to be rescued. These boys did not know how to swim or dive. They didn't have the proper equipment. They needed help. They needed someone who could rescue them. These boys did not escape that cave with those, uh, those uh, professional trained divers. And they didn't get out and, and then say, well, you know, hey, here we are. We did it. We saved ourselves. No, it was very obvious they didn't save themselves. It was very obvious they needed someone to save them. They didn't get any credit for being rescued. The credit went to the divers who saved them, who risked their lives. The boys had to trust someone to help them and to save them from death. You know how sad it is that we get saved gloriously, miraculously saved by the grace of God. And then sometimes we try to take credit. We try to talk about how good we are and you know what a great job we're doing. Friend, we're a bunch of sinners that have been saved by the grace of God. I'm so glad that Jesus was willing to come uh, to, to us. He was willing to seek and to save that which was lost. He was willing to die on a cross and pay the price for our sins so that we could be saved. What amazing love uh, that Jesus would do all of that for us. Please, today, if you're listening and you've never been saved, I don't say no to the one who wants to rescue you. You don't know how long you have. I don't know how long I have. We need Jesus. And, and, and today, say yes to him. Uh, what a day of rejoicing it was when those boys were rescued. Can I tell you what was said of them? They were saved. They were saved from the cave. They were saved from the water. They were saved from starvation. Well, you and I, the day we got saved, we were saved from eternity in a place called hell. We were saved from judgment. We were saved from the wrath to come. We were saved from uh, paying for our own sins for all of eternity by putting our faith and trust in Jesus and His payment. If you've been saved by the grace of God, I want to encourage you today, uh, don't ever forget the day you got saved. Uh, don't ever get over the fact that Jesus Christ came to you and Jesus saved you. We see in Psalm 106, verse 8, Nevertheless, He saved them. Verse number 10, He saved them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. I hope today you'll rejoice in the fact that you've been saved. If you've never been saved, I'd ask you today to contact us. You can call us. You can text us. Uh, you can email us here. And uh, let us know how we can help you. We'd love to take the Bible and show you how you can know and you can say for yourself that you have been saved by the grace of God. Hope you have a great day today. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll pick up tomorrow here in Psalm 106. Uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful on the day. Winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett. 
pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.